Welcome to Exploring Axon, a podcast where we discuss Axon Framework, Axon Server, and their ecosystem. I am your host and the producer of this podcast, Sarah Tori. Our conference this year is taking place in Amsterdam on September 28th. Prior to that date, we have an on-conference day schedule on September 27th, the same location in Amsterdam. I hope you can all join us for these two wonderful events. We have a lot of exciting talks and uh, sessions planned for everybody for both days. And during this session, I spoke with our co-founder, Alarj Bowser, and the head of our developer relations, Milan Dionkov, about what they have uh, planned with the rest of their teams and our marketing team as well to make these two days very special and beneficial for everybody to join. I hope to see you then, and uh, let's have a listen to this conversation. Hi, Alard. Hi, Milan. Thank you so much for uh, joining me, and welcome back to the show. So we have something really exciting to talk about today, which is what it is that we're doing this September. So usually in September, we have a really fun event, and I think we have some great plans for this year as well. Um, with that said, we are talking about the conference, of course. Um, our annual conference is coming up this September. We have uh, some exciting news, and we've changed the structure of the conference a bit as well. Um, Milan, you will talk more about that as we come uh, to the topic. But um, to start, Alart, can you tell everybody why it is uh, that we're doing these conferences every year and plan for it way ahead of time and... Um, is it a vendor conference? Is it not? What's the purpose of it? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. We ask ourselves every year if we, uh, we want to do that another year, but then when the conference comes and when it goes by the day after, we're all so excited about the outcome that that is the moment where we decide there has to be another one. Um, but if we do it more than once, people go crazy. So that's why it's an, uh, an annual thing. And it actually started a long, long time ago when we did uh, the Axon uh, 2.0 release. And we just decided to 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 launch a release party, and um, we uh, we had somebody uh, over from uh, from a large uh, Dutch corporate, uh, the CIO, to uh, to basically coordinate a, a panel discussion. And the um, the attendance wasn't you know it was a, a good sized meetup, I would say, but still we okay. were uh, quite surprised by the number of people that showed up. But there was a really good vibe, so we decided to do that again for Axon Three. And later on, when we founded Axonic in 2017, we thought, hey, let's, let's just do this uh, again around, not so much around the release, but let's pick a good date to, uh, uh, again, you know, just bring, bring all Axon enthusiasts together and have a few of them on stage uh, and, and talk about their experiences. And basically, mm -hmm. it's about that, uh, that knowledge sharing. And, and of course, after the, that, you ask the attendees, like, how did you perceive the... Um, uh, how did you perceive the day? Because it was a one-day uh, conference, and they all said it was uh, it was too short. Uh, there was uh, so much. Uh, well, there was a lot of content in one day because we wanted to keep in one day. But uh, um, they all thought it was very interesting. And and to answer your question about the vendor conference, they all said it 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 was a vendor conference because obviously we're a vendor, but they it didn't feel like one. And that's because the stories that people share are just their personal experiences with a, an open source product as well as 
Um, uh, the, the, the commercial versions is usually quite, quite mixed. Uh, but we also had speakers that uh, spoke about topics that are related to Axon, but not Axon specific, right? So right. that combination uh, was uh, was very valuable. And basically, we decided to to do that every year. Um, well, in uh, in the, the COVID years, we uh, we moved to an online format uh, that was not very successful. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. successful in the sense that yes, we had attendance, but the vibe was completely different. That whole knowledge sharing experience was uh, not the same as it was when, uh, when, when doing it uh, in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so fortunately, uh, we were able to, to go back in person and we said it's either in person or it doesn't happen. Right. So last year was the first in-person uh, conference again, and we decided to make it two days uh, full, of, uh, well, full of talks, uh, workshops mm-hmm. as well. And again, we got the same feedback. Uh, so yeah, that's that's why it's uh, it's, it's here to stay, it. right? And and yeah. the attendance grows all the time. The uh, the stories get more and more interesting uh, over time as well. So uh, I I learn something new every year, which nice. is really great. So really, we just want to party once a year, have <laughs> this big exactly. party, that's, and that's, learn that's from it excuse, too. Why not? Right. <laughs> right? Yes. That's the problem have with a, a one-day conference, right? There's no party in the middle. It's not of the long two days. enough. You yes. you can't have more beers, right? Exactly. exactly. So um, I, I'm I'm going to ask you a question, which uh, I <laughs> you did a- answer it partially, but so you mentioned the of course the interaction and the kind of uh, connection that you have when you are uh, doing an in-person event. Of course, is very different from when you're doing it virtual, where. Um, in virtual um, conferences or even meetups, a lot of times uh, cameras are off. You don't know who's actually there or um, if if your talk is making a difference or anything like that. So it's, of course, very different. But why not do a hybrid um, and make it maybe in a sense more accessible to others who can't join in person? Yeah. That's that's uh, that's always a topic for discussion. So I have to answer mm-hmm. this one in uh, well from two contexts uh, to to stay in the DDD terminology. <laughs> uh, but from the context as a speaker, my uh, my best experiences are are all in person uh, talks. Yeah, and um, it is well to some extent just the delivery of a talk where you can actually see the people. Uh, I try to uh, I try to be funny. In my, uh, well, in my and you get the well. energy, energy of the room. You, you as get, you're you get feedback. It's important. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and and video gives you a little bit of feedback if you see their faces. But when you when you're in a room and uh, and, and you talk and you say something w- that you expect will trigger the audience, you always get a bit of. There's always a little mumble in the room, or there's something. So you always get a little bit of feedback. Mm-hmm. Online, you don't get that at all. Right. And if I feel that, imagine somebody who's not a frequent speaker and we're asking, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a customer of ours or somebody who wants to share their experience. And we're asking them to go through that experience and share mm-hmm. uh, their story with no feedback. I mean, yeah. that is not the kind of experience that I would like others to uh, to have. So that's sure. uh, that's why we'd like to have the speakers at least, you know, uh, available in, in person. And then I... It, it might be uh, very bad to say this. I'm not sure if this is being recorded, <laughs> but uh, a conference, <laughs> only a small portion of the value of a conference is in the sessions. Mm-hmm. I, I, I personally see a lot of value uh, in, of, of, the, of conferences in the hallways of a conference. Exactly. 
exactly. Um, and that's where you know discussions start. And very often the talks of our speakers, you know, they, they ignite the discussions that then start at uh, in those hallways. So yeah, if you if you do a talk uh, as a speaker, you get my, you get people coming to you to to say to ask a question that they didn't didn't or couldn't ask during the Q and A. Um, so that gives you a lot of extra vibe as well. So that said, when we do a hybrid, um, we do record all of the sessions and we do make them available online. So people that cannot join, they can still see the, the talks. But I don't know of any solution that can have a proper hybrid experience where people can walk around and uh, either virtually and physically, yeah. you know, mixed. Yeah. Uh, other, other than and, having and these tried robots a few of them. walk around. Yeah. Exactly. And, and we've tried a few of them. There are some, you know, cool platforms where... You know, the sound gets a little bit louder as you, quote unquote, get closer to somebody to talk to. So they kind of try to mimic that kind of interaction. But yeah, as you mentioned, it's, of course, not the same. And as far as the knowledge sharing, um, yeah, we do have all of the videos, even from last year's conference. And they're all available online so that uh, folks and, can And we try to learn. publish them faster or, or sooner, yeah. right? So we do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we're practicing yeah. that, yeah. Right. So um, you mentioned something that um, I'm, I'm going to delve a little bit deeper into, which was the hallway discussions. So those hallway discussions, of course, um, spark a lot of uh, com different conversations and interests and ideas as well um, in terms of, hey, why not try something in terms of um, either feature implementations or um, just uh, industry uh, standards or newest technology and things like that. And it always uh, is a nice place to have these conversations in order to better ourselves or have other talks next year. You know, that's that's really great. Um, but of course, those we also notice another thing with our particular venue, for instance, last year, those hallways were rather narrow. And so we had a lot of traffic jam a lot of times. But aside from that, you also have these um, scheduled talks that um, are particularly for a specific time that people have to be present to listen to those talks or workshops for that matter. And so those hallway conversations couldn't go on for as long as you know the, the folks wanted to have them. So then we decided to do something a little bit different. So what did we decide to do this year? So that's, um, yeah, as you said, we um, we wanted to give more room for hallway discussion. So we thought, why not uh, just have um, a, an entire day where we just have a hallway uh, as a figure of speech? And, uh, and Hopefully not in that narrow hallway. <laughs> Hopefully a little bit no, wider no, we'll, space. We'll have a proper venue and, and we're uh, we're going to, uh, to, to spend an entire day on that. And uh, and Milan has a, a lot of experience with that. So I'll let him explain what the... Uh, what the idea yes. uh, is and, and how it came to be. Yeah. Milan, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, hello, everyone. Um, well, uh, the thing I'm up to, or we are up to, actually, because it's, it's not me. I mean, I'm, I, I try to be kind of the, um, the one that uh, combines all the effort together, but um, uh, there's a lot of people involved into organizing it. It's a non-conference. Uh, what is an unconference? Is, well, it's the opposite of a conference. <laughs> <laughs> the un. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's basically to to piggyback on what Art said already. Um, the idea of a non-conference is that you have the focus on this 
hallway discussions or discussions in general because and just move them from the hallway to the main room um and there, there's fundamental difference because um when you have a conference uh, and it doesn't go for our conference it goes for any conference you typically have people submitting some topics and then you have some sort of a program committee that goes through those suggestions and then pick topics and if you talk to conference organizers all over the world the number one challenge they face is to pick the few, the very few of the many uh, topics that have been submitted, right? And so at the end of the day, it, it, us, it doesn't matter how hard you try to do uh, to make it like non-vendor specific or open to everyone. It's still this body that, that faces this hard challenges to pick a few of the many and essentially mm -hmm. set the agenda, all right? And then, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, all the program committees I know, they do their best, uh, right? But it's at the end of the day, it's some other people's decision about what what's what gets on stage, what we discuss, right? Yeah, um, and of course, the time is limited because you have you know a day of exactly eight slots, for instance, right? There's there's so much you can put in there. Exactly, that, that's the time constraint is is there, but it, it's also a decision, and, and sometimes. It is easy to to blame those people. Like, okay, I didn't, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't like, um, I don't know, or I wanted to hear about other things, right? And it's this program committee that made this decision, and uh, you know, it start thinking about like what what they had in mind, why they choose this and not that, and what what not. And so the unconference is a, is a, uh, a an event that aims to solve that problem. It basically says, okay, let's just have a conversation about the topics that the people in the room are interested in. Hmm. And so essentially how it works is uh, we don't have an agenda. We just have slots. Uh, and yeah. the, if you go to the Driven, which is the name of the uh, unconference website, what you will see is you will see that there are uh, empty slots. Like uh, hmm. we, we have slots from this time to this time, but there is no topic. There's no speaker. Uh, there is no, no information what's going to be uh, presented, quote unquote, mm -hmm. uh, because that will be determined in the morning of that day when we all gather in that room and then everyone in that room would be able to propose a topic and that could be a topic that they are experts in and have information or experience to share or that could be a topic that they're simply interested in and expect other people to share their knowledge and experience and mm -hmm. and so it is it's not that it's not reserved by uh, quote unquote qualified speakers, uh, yeah. right? Because that's the other thing that you have with conferences. Conferences wants to ensure high quality. So the, one of the criteria is we want you know good speakers, like with mm -hmm. proven track records and and whatnot. And the unconference is the opposite. If you know if you have knowledge about a topic, or mm -hmm. you want to get knowledge about a topic, just tell people you you want to or you do, and yeah. and see what's the interest. Like maybe you find like minded people who have more experience than you, or maybe you find like minded people who are willing to learn from you. Um, yeah. Right. And. And then you, uh, then we we vote or we organize those topics into the slots, uh, and then everyone is free to attend uh, whichever slot uh, resonates with their own experience and needs. Yeah.
definitely. Um, I think that's a really cool idea, and I have a couple of questions. But um, um, Allard, I think you have a you had a yeah, comment I, as well. I, I wanted to add a little thing is that uh, what I what I really like about the uh, about unconferences is if you if you look at the way uh, the, the the direction people face. You know, in a general conference, there's one person facing one way and then uh, 200 facing the other way. Um, so it's, it's really one way traffic. Whereas in an unconference, of course, it's, it, makes, it depends on the kind of topic. If somebody says, hey, I want to talk about this, who wants to listen? But generally, what you see is more circles. Yeah. You see people facing all 360 degrees. Uh, and it's not just one way communication. People uh, it, it tend to be more open conversations. So even as a speaker... You get even more feedback that way because you start a discussion about the topic that you are maybe you know a lot about. Other people will probably know something about that topic as well. Uh, so even if you if you know a lot about something, uh, it is uh, worth coming to those on conferences because you will be knowing more about it when you walk away. So uh, it's a lot more knowledge sharing than just knowledge receiving. You know. Correct. And that's that's really that's really neat. And I like what you mentioned, Milan, about uh, a lot of times committees decide on who is going to be a speaker for a specific conference because a lot of times, um, when these applications are sent, um, and um, I found myself in several of those situations where um, I'm not as, for instance, um, um, experienced of a speaker or as frequent of a speaker, and my talk, for instance, doesn't get accepted because I'm competing with somebody who is much more prominent in the field. So this gives uh, a really good opportunity for those who, um, as Ola mentioned earlier, not an experienced speaker or wants to try something new. And, um, you know, you mentioned as well, Milan, you want to just learn about it as well. This gives an opportunity to really be able to um, try that out and either speak about that topic or just learn from others um, that you might be interested in. One of the that questions is, that I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I said that that is correct. And then that's why we don't talk about speakers at an conference mm -hmm. because no one has the role of, I will be speaking to you. Even if you propose yeah. a session and there is an interest in that session, that session is literally a conversation. Uh, mm -hmm. there, like, there, there is someone who uh, needs to kind of take notes or kind of summarize the, uh, uh, the, the conversation at the end, but there is no designated speaker role as such. Yeah. Right? You may so have in that sense, that is, not a, that is not a good practice for becoming a speaker, uh, right? Sure. But, it, but in terms of value, in terms of uh, what you get out of it as a software professional in, in this particular case, because it's software related uh, mm -hmm. on conference, it gives you a lot more because you are actually interacting with people who are working on real things with real problems and with real challenges. And, mm -hmm. uh, um, and, and sometimes, like Allard said, you may have a lot of experience in the field, but, you know, those conversations open your eyes up for things that you may have not be able to see otherwise. Exactly. So you did mention that um, the morning of the unconference, these topics will be decided on. Um, can you share what the process is going to be like? Is it everybody puts a sticky note and people vote on it? Or how does that how does that work? Or do they submit ideas ahead of time online? Um, well, so there are several approaches, uh, and in all honesty, we still haven't decided which one exactly we will use for driven. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, but it generally, the the most 
like a democratic approach is that you have what is called a marketplace. And so all the the proposals go on the marketplace. And now that could be sticky notes, that could be some sort of application, you know, tool wise, it doesn't matter what the tool is. Uh, and then all the people vote, they have limited number of votes they can uh, use to vote for different sessions. And then you organize that into uh, like the most voted sessions go into the actual agenda. Uh, now that that works typically very well when uh, when there is enough time. But when you do it in a more structured way, this is a time consuming process. Um, so and some unconferences, they basically allow you to uh, propose a session and then just go and pick a time slot and say, okay, I'm going to be discussing. I want to discuss with people this topic at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Uh, and uh, we try to have enough time slots uh, to cover uh, all the uh, potential proposals. Right. But then, then there's the risk that you may run out of time slots. Uh, right. And yeah. potentially a, a, a better topic is going to be left out because someone already reserved the uh, uh, the slots before. Uh, so we're still in, in, in discussion how exactly to organize uh, the process, uh, but it's going to be something in between in between those lines. Yeah, very um, good. I'm, so, I'm sensing this may become a, a little bit of a more than a one day on conference to maybe in the future, because there are so many good topics that I would want to talk about that don't fit in one day. So we, this is this. Yeah. I think it's a well, good problem to have, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I certainly hope this is going to be the case here because every like every unconference I've been at uh, uh, has ended with me feeling like, gosh, I wish there was one more day, uh, mm-hmm. right? And I think that is a good thing, you know. Yeah. Because I, mean, I don't imagine myself being in a like I don't know two weeks conf- unconference, right? I no. Think- <laughs> At some point in time, there is this upper limit of like how uh, how much time you can spend talking. To but I've you've had enough of it, yes. <laughs> yeah, but, but but certainly I think it's a good thing if if the if the attendees live with the feeling that they learned a lot and there was more to learn, or they contributed a, a lot and there is more to contribute. I think that's a good thing ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So about the name, I wanted to ask you. So the name is Driven. Um, the on part of it is, of course, the on conference. But what what about the driv? What are we driving? <laughs> Driving? <laughs> or... hey, that, 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 that is a long answer to, <laughs> to that. Um, How long do we need? From... <laughs> I'll try to I'll try to summarize it. But uh, essentially, the uh, well, first thing when we came up with the idea of Driven was like let's allow our community. Uh, uh, and by our community, and I, I had, uh, yeah, I shouldn't say that because it's not something we own, but I mm-hmm. lack a better word in English. But the community around axonic technologies, open source technologies, is what I mean. It allowed us people to meet, to have these conversations, to share ideas and whatnot. Uh, and, but then we start thinking that there are actually uh, other people in, in that wider community. Uh, they are dealing with the, the same challenges and they have came, like, so Axonic, Axon Framework, Axon Server uh, came uh, to solve a particular problem, which is uh, related to domain driven design, event sourcing, secure as, and we are, I'd say, good at solving that problem, uh, right? But that is, doesn't mean we're the only ones trying to solve that problem, right? There are other 
other people out there who also try to solve that problem in, in different pro in, in, in different ways. Okay. Uh, right. And so we started thinking that it it's, would be a good thing in general to allow people to have conversations about the problem space rather than the particular attempt to solve the challenges in that problem space. And so we started to looking at what that problem space is. Uh, and that is a lot about domain-driven design, about uh, event-driven architectures, um, about message-driven systems. And the word that keeps repeating in all those is driven, uh, yeah. right? And I, I, I don't know why, but that just happened to be the case. And then we just said, like, okay, so we're all driven by the same ideas, right? Mm -hmm. So let's make an unconference that is a people-driven conference. Let's just focus on the people. Well, okay. Let's not judge them by how they decided to approach the, uh, the challenges they face. Let's just uh, 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 appreciate the fact that they are trying to solve the same challenges we try to solve. Yeah. And let's invite everyone and have a conversation and learn from each other. Uh, right. And I think ultimately that is going to be beneficial for everyone working in, in that space, mm -hmm. not only not only for our company or for our particular uh, solutions, but also for uh, people who are trying to solve the same problems. Uh, we There is a lot to share. There is a lot to learn from each other. And we certainly hope to bring all these people together uh, in a friendly environment and have these open conversations about how to make this type of software development, if you will, because um, I didn't really know how to group it together. Uh, but but this this approach to, to building so complex distributed software applications, uh, let's share our experiences. Let's see where we move things from here. Like what's the next big thing we all can, uh, we all can contribute to. Um, and then that's the idea. And then the, the common denominator was the word driven. Driven. Uh, and, and, and we really wanted to make it like people driven, not really a product or a vendor driven. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's why the name of the conference is called Driven. And because it's an unconference, that's why it ends with UN. <laughs> exactly. That, that's, that's a great answer. Thank you. Thank you, Milan. That's a. Uh... Yeah, lots of exciting things to to share and learn about. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so kind of uh, wrapping the topic up a little bit, uh, but not exactly all the way. I want to go back to you, Alert, and ask about uh, the conference a little bit and the sessions. Do we know um, how many sessions we have? What kind of talks we're expecting? Um, can you give us a little glimpse? Yeah, well, when, into when... what's to come. Yeah, when Milan was talking about the uh, program committee, right, receiving too many calls uh, for papers <laughs> or proposals, were and you that to committee? The few, uh, yes, and I've I've been part of that committee for other conferences, <laughs> and that was a huge problem. Um, mm -hmm. Even though that uh, that particular conference at the time was, uh, you know, they're inviting mostly the the speakers, but there's so many candidates. And, and what you you find yourself just receiving, and even we've received, we did a call for papers, and we thought, you know. Um, the order of magnitude of papers we received was expected to be significantly lower uh, than other conferences, but I was, uh, let's say, positively disappointed. <laughs> uh, we, we got way too many um, for, for the number of slots that, uh, that we have. I, I don't know out of, out of the top of my head how many we have in total, but the, the, the difficulty is to find a balance. And that's why you sometimes have to reject really good talks 
and sometimes you have to accept something that others might perceive as less not as good as the one i propose so how come that yeah. one goes in and not mine and it's yeah. about creating a little bit of a balance in the in the topic and this is exactly what milan is referring to is you know that as a program committee you're trying to find this um this, this balance in your messaging that means you're selecting right Right. And uh, and that's the the, the the advantage of an unconference. You don't have that selection uh, by a single uh, group who, of course, is always uh, I mean, no matter how you see it, they're, they're always biased. Of course. Um, so what we're uh, what we're doing and we're still you know, we're in, in conversation with uh, certain speakers that we know have a really interesting topic, but that we can't announce yet. But we'll, it will be a very, a very good balance of um, uh, some of the customers that we have, you know, that uh, that have used uh, uh, our products for a while and can share the good and the bad of, of doing that, then there's mm -hmm. always, uh, we always ask them, you know, don't always share the happy path. Also, especially share the struggles that you face, because we just know that if you, if you use this kind of software, then, uh, you know, it's quite different from what we're used to. So there, there must be road bumps you've hit, or there must be, you know, you've must have bumped your head somewhere at some point. Uh, it must have hurt. And, and what did you do to, to circumvent that problem? We want to hear those stories as well. I say we, but we want our audience to hear those stories as well, right. because right. Uh, they, they can learn from that. So, um, um, and, and we have a few a few talks that are a little bit outside of the uh, let's say the the, the axon uh, bubble. Uh, so we have uh, I, I know we have somebody from uh, from Solace uh, talking uh, at mm, our conference nice. as well. Well, they, mm -hmm. uh, they obviously are in the event driven space as yes. well. Um, but um, you know, some some people perceive us as competitors, but when we we talk to them, we're definitely not. They have a different different solution for a different problem. But it's it's well, it's also in the event driven space, right? Um, right, right. And, uh, um, yeah, and I guess the, uh, the the keynote is something I'm uh, I'm able to announce as well. Um, a good friend of mine, uh, Josh Long, will be uh, will be there uh, to uh, to kick off the uh, the second day, which is really exciting. Uh, he's mm -hmm. always a fun uh, fun speaker. Uh, but we just realized that, uh, and, and uh, well, the previous podcast session was uh, was about that uh, as well. We exactly. have a long history with him, or I have quite a long history with him. Uh, I think since 2010, if I'm uh, if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, so we, um, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be talking about that uh, that history on on stage to you know get that uh, get that story out. So that should be good fun. Yeah, that's a good story for sure. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. And yeah, he's he's fun to to listen to during his talk. So that's that's awesome. He's also very fun good. to interact with. So I'm yes, he is. Hope, I certainly hope he's going to be also joining the 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 driven unconference. Absolutely. Yeah, as far yes. as I know, he is. So yeah, that's that's going to be great. So lots uh lots of exciting things and exciting folks. Um, joining so that's really great um anything else that you two want to sh share about the on conference or the conference or any reasons why you think people should attend if they're kind of thinking about it and they're unsure yeah there's i mean what i said in the very beginning right the feedback that we got from uh, from other people uh, from previous attendees is that it doesn't feel like a vendor conference so you're you're not going home with a feeling of oh they've been selling me this uh, this stupid product all the <laughs> all those two days right uh it's more we 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 care about information sharing i mean uh i'm i'm a developer at heart uh, so is milan so 
we um, you know, we're we're involved heavily involved in the organization. So we realize that people are there to to gather or to share knowledge. That's the most important. But um, and so it's it's about the, the the broader knowledge. So I would say wh- whether you're you know you're just an axon enthusiast and you want to learn more about what we do, well, that's great. Uh, the, the conference you'll you'll get to uh, to hear about what we are doing. Right, we'll open up our kitchen a little bit and show us what we're working on in the near future. But it's also just the uh, stories of other people just working in the event-driven space and, mm-hmm. and talking about how what problems did they have and whether they use tool X or Y doesn't really matter. Um, even if you're using another tool than they are, you can still uh, learn a lot from from others' experiences. So exactly. even if you're not looking for uh, or interested in, in Axon specifically, there will be a lot of information that is very valuable. Uh, and exactly. then I'm talking There's about the conference, right? Obviously, in the yeah. unconference, it's it's way, uh, it's way more because it's not about any specific uh, product at all. Uh, right. So I've, I've seen some attendees from... Uh, uh, from from other organizations uh, subscribing to uh, or getting tickets for the on conference that are uh, well that, that have very different opinions on things than than we do and which is great which which is uh, gives you as an attendee gives you a three hundred and sixty degree view of exactly. of the space yeah yeah absolutely yeah and then when as far as the on conference the driven uh, project is concerned I think. Uh, that's even more so. I mean, it's by nature, right? I mean, we want to have, we deliberately reach out to uh, to some people who we know are, um, I, I really don't want to use that word, but that's what is probably commonly said, like the names in the space, because they're, they're people who are recognized for their work. All right. And I'm, when I say names, it's not like they're, uh, you know, just popular because of being popular, but they actually did quite a valuable work, whether that is in the modeling space, because we, we kind of try to cover the entire space from like, how, how do you design and model applications? Then how do you mm-hmm. actually build them? How do you deploy them? How do you maintain them? Um, yeah. and, and whatnot. And so Discovery there, there to production lot... all the way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there are a lot of people who have contributed to that space, ideas and solutions and products. Uh, and we are deliberately trying to reach to those people and tell them that we want to have that conversation. Uh, and so from attendee, we, we, I can't announce it yet, but we will be announcing it in the following weeks, uh, who, uh, some of those, att- some of those people who have confirmed that they will attend driven. Uh, and That's once cool. we start doing that, there's going to be pretty obvious that this is like a wide spectrum. Uh, yeah. right. And we want, and so from attendee perspective, it's also a unique opportunity to actually sit next to, or. Uh, in front of or, you know, face uh, someone who actually has spent their bigger time of their professional career contributing to the the space that that you're developing your applications in and Mm -hmm. ask them questions and have an advice from them. Like I I would, quote unquote, kill 10, 20 years ago to have that opportunity. uh right so i think that is i think that is also important and then we uh we also don't want to make it like a gathering for the experts only mm-hmm. right yes. so there is no qualification exam right no one tells you like you can't attend if you unless you you know have 10 years of experience or so so it's going to be all sorts of people and uh, with a common goal 
we want to build better software and we want to have a conversation about how different people are doing it. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think that is the number one reason uh, to attend. Uh, yeah, and awesome. then, as this is the first edition of Driven, I have to admit it is challenging and I call because we can't really show like, look how great it was last year. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so, um, so I guess the only thing we could do at this point is asking people to trust us that we're doing, we, all of us are doing our best to make this event really um, interesting and really valuable in terms of uh, information and in, the, in terms of expertise that can be shared there. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty it's simple. Really if, you're, if you're listening to this podcast right now, it means you're interested in this space, <laughs> yes. which means that Driven is the right place to get more knowledge. Exactly. Us. The, the interaction, I think, the interactive part uh, alone is a really great opportunity to, uh, to learn and also share. And I think that uh, that in it itself is a really huge advantage to to join. So yes, definitely also, recommend. One more last thing is from my personal experience, the uh, contacts that I have in, in that space that I've, uh, I've uh, had for many years, most of them actually come from unconferences because this is yeah. really uh, the space where you can create an, uh, a, a much, um, I'd say, lost, uh, long-lasting connections with other yeah. professionals than, than a usual conference. Yeah, that makes sense because you that's an opportunity for you to have a bigger and more in-depth conversation with, with folks and really spend some time, some quality time with them as opposed to sitting in a session and listening to it and then um, having to leave and move on to another uh, to another session. Um, so with that said, um, when is it and where is it? <laughs> yes, of course, we, we, uh, you have to be at the right place at the right time. At the right, right time, Otherwise, exactly. there's no on-conference. We need people <laughs> Just in come the to same, our on-conference, uh, but room. we don't know when it is exactly. Obviously, if you go to the Axonic website, you'll find you know the 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 the, um, uh, the registration form and everything you you need and, and more details. But it is in Amsterdam because we, we it's traditionally in Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, except for the very first release that I uh, the release party that I spoke about that one was in a different city. But other than that, everything was in uh, in Amsterdam. Still in the Netherlands. Or in the Netherlands, okay, yes. okay. no, it was still in the Netherlands. Keeping uh, the tradition. <laughs> so keeping the tradition, and um, it is um, September twenty-seven and twenty-eight, which is a Wednesday and a Thursday. So you can either choose to travel home on Friday, be home for the weekend, or you know stick around Amsterdam. It's it's good fun and definitely worth uh, worth spending a few With the days. The visit, so, yeah, for uh, sure. And um, yeah, so twenty-seven and twenty-eighth of uh, September. Yeah. And so 27th the is the unconference. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Axonic Conference was in 28. Exactly. I'll uh, go ahead and share the uh, links as well in the notes of the podcast so uh, we, we can direct everybody to the right places. Fantastic. Thank you both so much for joining me and explaining about what we're uh, going to do in September and some of the fun things we're planning on uh Sharing we actually didn't talk about the fun things, and uh, it's probably worth mentioning that <laughs> we, we did say we're going to do. Learn... <laughs> there is going to be fun as well, and it, 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 I can't tell right now uh, what it will be, but trust me, there is going to be a significant part uh, related to actually having fun. 
having fun. Okay, we did talk about it's a it's a two day long party, but you actually meant really we're gonna party and have some fun. That's awesome. There might really be a little good. bit of time to sleep in the middle of it. Yeah, a little bit, just a couple hours. Don't need that much. <laughs> Power nap and come back. Yes. Exactly. Awesome. Really good. Really looking forward to it, guys. Thanks again, and uh, yeah, till next time. Have a great day. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the talk with Allard and Milan. Please join us at our conference and on conference this year. And I hope to see you all there.